Thank you for tuning in to Sassy Sessions Podcast. I'm your host, your girl, Sassy Sheena. Our focus at Sassy Sessions is on self-love, dating, and relationships. If this is your first time tuning in, please know Sassy Sessions is definitely real, very much raw, and always relevant. Here at Sassy Sessions, we believe that before you can find love, you have to genuinely fall in love with yourself. Once you are ready for love's journey, Sassy Sessions will help you become aware of both the green and red flags of dating and relationship maintenance. My guest and I are not licensed therapists. We are simply sharing our personal views and opinions and not those of the companies, organizations, or associations we are affiliated with. Sassy Sessions. Let's talk about it. This is Sassy Sessions. Thank you all for tuning in, liking the page, sharing. I appreciate you. Um, today we are wrapping it up with Miss Veronica Dixon, Mrs. Excuse me. Okay. Okay. Uh, author of Single Ladies, Meet Your Married Selves. Okay. Yes. This let's say this quarantine put my boo on the map. Like, hey. <laughs> listen. If you want to right now, you can go and purchase this at um, on Amazon. It may come quick and it may not, depending on when you press that button. But anyway, when I tell you, if you desire to be married, if you are married and just need a refresher, please, 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 I am begging you, okay, to get this book. I got highlights in this joint. I got dog ears, okay? This thing is so real. Um, Veronica is my sister friend, okay? This is my sister friend, right, sister friend? Come on, sister friend. <laughs> um, she is a part of my prayer group. So without further further ado, um, I just want to say everything that is stated on Sassy Sessions, my guests and I are simply opinions. We are having a conversation, okay? This is, if you choose to take something from it and utilize it, so be it. We are not liable for any mishaps or any, even if it's great, we're not liable, okay? We're just sharing what God has given us to another person all right so right now we're gonna start so this is miss veronica dixon wife mother of three married for 15 years owner and operator of single ladies meet your married selves okay um which is a seminar that she does bringing together married women divorced women single women putting them all in the same room getting them ready like listen we got to share this wisdom going back to the old times uh how the old people old folks used to do it you teach <laughs> new ones right so and i also like to add this new title author okay yes, thank and you lord yes listen girl and i added my own thing and a dedicated god advocate come on okay? jesus dedicated come god on. advocate all right. So again, please, please, please go get this book if you can. This, this, it will bless your life. Veronica, I'm not author now. <laughs> you know you a star. You know you a star. Listen, as as a little, just little. The Lord just sprinkled a little star dust, not too much, just a little, a little bit, little bit, girl. <laughs> So I'm going to dive right in. Listen, people, when I say to you, Veronica has took this book and said, I'm about to come at lives. All right. So going right into it. Chapter one. First of all, we always question, you know, 
I want a good man, or I want to be in a relationship, and I want to do this, and I want to do that, and da, 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 and I want kids, and I want this, and I want this. And we never stop to ask ourselves, who are absolutely chapter one in her book, who are you? Yes. Right? Listen, <laughs> who are you? Seriously, chapter one, like she got some great chapters. Okay. So Chapter one is who are you? Chapter two is renew your thinking. Chapter three, prayer is essential. Chapter four, reality versus fantasy. That right there is, that's my chapter right there. Um, five, becoming a wife. Chapter six, all you gotta do is say yes. Come on. Come chapter on. seven, he's, he's your king, not your God. That's Girl, that's that right there was something. That was right, that was something. Chapter eight, the power of sisterhood. Mm. Chapter nine, check your ego at the door. Come on. And then chapter 10, it's the little things. Absolutely. The little things. Veronica has been married for 15 years. Girl, 11 years, girl, but I've been together. We've been together for 15, 15 years. But 15 I'm going to take years. that. I'm going to take that. Come on, Jesus. I received that. Come on. Because we because we going to 15 and further. Come on. Come on. So, Veronica... Tell me how, how, what, what, what motivated you? What did God give you for you to start this book? Truth be told, this all, everything, the single ladies meet your Mary sells, the whole concept started because I start, God placed on my heart to do a wife night. And the purpose of the wife night was just to get together, um, you know, and just like, share with each other what we have gone through, lessons that we've learned, wisdom, everything. And um, one of my big sisters said, you know, I wish that, you know, that some single women knew exactly what it was to be married because we had the glitz and the glam. You see the marriage, you see the wedding, but you never see what happens after that I do. And because a lot of times, mm -hmm. and I mean, I grew up in it too, we're always taught that as married women, whatever happens in your marriage, you keep between you and your husband. You don't take it outside the house. You don't discuss it and everything. And yes, there's limitations to that. But we have, the glitz have gone glam. through, I always believe that it's for you to assist somebody else because it's going to assist somebody else in their going through. And I, I'm a firm believer that transparency breeds relationships and you got to build that relationship. And my thing is, why do I have to go through something if I know that somebody wiser than me has already gone through it? So sometimes we just got to make sure that we're talking to these women and being vulnerable enough to be able to share this. So um, the concept of single ladies meet your married selves came from that one statement and God just was like, Veronica, that's it. And I, I was like, okay, Lord. And so I did um, a first panel discussion. And the first panel discussion was um, married women, single women, divorced women, um, and married at different ages. Some of us were younger. Some of us got married older. Um, some of us have been married for long times. And it just was amazing to see the wisdom that was brought through and um, clarify, you know, just just what we think is out there versus what the reality is. And so after that first one, I was like, okay, Lord, I did what you asked. Okay, I'm done. And he was like, no, 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 not yet. Um, so we're going to do mending your broken selves. And I said, okay, Lord, that's deep. 
you know, that's deep. And then he, she, he reveals certain things to me as women. There's a lot of stuff that we have inside of us that need mending. And how can we be a whole woman and be a whole wife to a man that's going to come with his own stuff if you're not mended? Mm-hmm. Um, so when he told me to do that one, I was like, okay, Lord. And so God bless, um, you know, magnificent, magnificent women of God, um, prophetess, Alicia Tucker and my sis, Pastor LaFreya Wilson, they came and they ministered to these women. And, you know, the best part about it is that people got healed, people got saved. And that's what God wants to do. It's something, it's an internal job. You got to change from the inside before you can change anything else. It's a heart position. Um, So after that one, you know, I'm like, okay, Jesus, that was it, Lord, that's it. And he was like, no, baby, did I say that? No, come get this DBA and let's let keep it moving. Because I said, Lord, I'm going to be obedient to you. And I've learned to walk in obedience because it pays to be obedient. And you're going to have to, you're going to have to take some shots if you're not. Come on. Um, so, you know, I said, okay, Lord, whatever you desire, whatever you want me to do, I will do. And he said, okay, now you're going to write. And I said, okay, Lord, I'm going I'm to do this. And, you know, things just start popping up and things start happening. And God, like, sometimes he will slow everything down. He slows everything down. I'm going to say this because um, Pastor Rochelle uh, Robinson, because she said something, yes, on Sunday that, like, touched my soul. She said, this quarantine was for us Christians to pause, okay? You're supposed to pray. You are supposed to uh, analyze. You apply. I'm sorry. You're supposed to understand. You're supposed to shout. And you're supposed to expect. So, therefore, mm-hmm. we are, have to pause different and um that's exactly what he had me do like this quarantine I feel like that was just for uh for us to get our stuff together with God and do what he has placed on our heart as purpose not just to be moving and going but to truly do what he has for his kingdom and so he said okay like let's get this going I didn't stop this for no reason my purpose is going to go forth so during this quarantine you know I was working and everything and God was like okay now you write you write now you put this together okay I don't want this take this whole chapter out this is not what I asked this is not what I said this is you and so I said okay and he put the stuff together and everything and I was like okay and you know when you're doing something for God sometimes the enemy will come and try to attack your mind and make you feel like, you know what, this is not, maybe this was just me and maybe I'm supposed to, maybe I thought I was supposed to do this. And then, you know, God will always send confirmation and let you know, like, no, baby, you are on the right path. Go ahead and do it. And it's so funny because the book left done, I finished it. I had, um, I had my amazing, my amazing English teacher from, um, from high school, she edited for me. Shout out to um, Mrs. Pam, Miss Pam Fordham, um, and she read it and she got back. I love Pam. Said, um, Veronica, this is amazing. And to me, I feel like she is like the Maya Angelou to me. Like she really is. She's an amazing writer. So what she said, it you know it. It, it matters to me. And so when she said that, that was like God saying like, okay, let's go. Like, okay, now you got to edit it, make these edits and come on and publish and send it. And I had it all ready, all prepared. And my husband said, Veronica, have you like shared it? Did you, did you 
did you do anything? And I said, no, not yet. And he said, are you afraid? And I, I, like, I was like, no, the Lord did not give me the spirit of fear, but a power love and a sound mind. But yeah, I'm a little scared though. Yeah, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> right. I'm a little scared though. And he said, listen, he was like, God made you and you're going to be a best-selling author. But he was like, but sweetheart, you can't sell. You can't be a best-selling author without selling a book. And I believe that God had that book intentionally Come for on. purpose such as now. And so, I mean, when your head say that to you, you'd be like, okay, let me just go ahead and send this. You heard, listen, first of all, did y'all hear what this baby said? She said, when your head, come when on. your head say that to you, come, come on, on, girl. Come on. When your head lets you know something, it's like, you know, you got to listen. Um, so the following day I was like, okay, I guess I'll do it. Mm. And I did it. And I thank God for it because he just pushed me into it because it's it and at the end of the day, once I did it, I was like, Lord, I had to apologize to him. And I said I had to repent. And I was like, Lord, this is not about me. This is not about me. This is about your will. This is about pushing your kingdom forward. This is about touching your people the way that you need to be touched, healing your healing your daughters the way they need to be touched. And just like, you know, making sure that everybody is walking in their just their whole selves and everything that they have to offer. I truly believe that everybody, um, especially us women, we are amazing. We are truly amazing. And um when we do everything that God placed inside of us and we surround ourselves with the right people and, you know, we have that right relationship with God, any and everything is possible and there's no limitations. Um, I love you. I love you. You so long-winded, but I, I love you. I am, girl. I know, bro. I had to say it. I had to say it. You long-winded. So real quick, um, can we go to the comments? Because we have several of them. So please, let's go to the comments. You got a lot of hey girls and a lot of good uh, comments. One question that you have from Yolanda Grant Fears is being that you have been married for 11 years, it seems that it has taught you a lot. Can you name your top three pieces of advice on how to have a marriage that stands the test of time? Of course, my big sister, you did say it. Um, so the first thing that I would definitely say is truly get your relationship with God correct. Um, because there's going to be a lot of turmoil. And sometimes, like I said, he's your head, he's your king. He's not your God. So a lot of things you have to be prayerful because some places God is going to ask you to do, and it's going to be uncomfortable. So as long as you know, God, um, and you have your relationship and stay in your word, that, that is, that is my top. Um, that's the top. Number two, surround yourself with wise women. Why the Bible says surround yourself with wise counsel. This wise counsel, make sure that you have women who have been where you are, um, and 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 a variety of women. Because um, I believe that even if you are divorced, you have a lot of wisdom because you could tell me what happened, why you did what you did, or what to avoid. Um, mm -hmm. So you know, surround yourself with wise counsel. And um, number three, truly just enjoy the journey enjoy the journey. Um, sometimes we look at things and we're just tr always trying to get to the end and just say like, you know, we did this, but I mean, enjoy the here and now. And, you know, I believe that that will, you know, that's my three. That's my three. All right. So we're going to jump into it. So one of the things that you said in the book, in chapter one, it says, learn to love yourself. Mm -hmm. And you said you would learn, oh, hold on. Let me go from the beginning. 
There is an emphasis placed on learning to love yourself before becoming a wife. The purpose being that if you learn to love yourself, you'll know how you would want a man to love you and how to love them appropriately. That's so it. to me, that stood out so like, so huge because nowadays people see love and hip hop. People see, um, you know, uh, these TV shows, reality TV, and they think that these relationships is how you are supposed to uh, really be, you know, so you see these superficial relationships and think that this is what it is. And people who are actually doing it, living life in happily, uh, happy marriages, Mm -hmm. understanding that the woman knew who she was before she got married. Right. And if she did not, and if she did not, she was on track to understanding that there was protocols and procedures to this thing. You know what I'm saying? So and the reason why I said that is because, you know, as you discuss in the book, so make sure you read it. As you discuss in the book, there are a lot of things that you and your husband went through together. You know, and because you guys were young, you guys were 20 years old when you decided to get married. So not only was it a, okay, I'm a wife. Here it is. I know everything. It was a, I got to grow. I got to figure some, some things out. I have to figure me out. I have to figure him out. I have to understand what his do's and his don'ts are. I have to communicate, you know? So I think that stating that you have to learn to love yourself. You and I know you're you're uh, my sister friend, you my homie, you you know my prayer partner, and you know like you were there from the time that I went through my divorce to the time I got into a relationship, and you understood my mindset, and my mindset was uh, low key effed up, right? And it wasn't because I just wanted to be this person. <laughs> it's okay. Get your laughs out. It wasn't because I just want to be this person. It was because I didn't know that I didn't really and truly love myself. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And as I went through doing the work, trying to figure out where this stuff was coming from, why I was giving of myself, girl, you got some, some analogies in this book, girl, that I was just like, <laughs> this right here, these people need to hear because seriously, you were being very transparent. You were being truthful. You were being very um, on the money because you've been there. You've been that young person in love. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want to be, oh, I'm young and I'm in love and people don't understand. No, people definitely understand. But you have to also understand that it looks a certain way how a man is supposed to treat you. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how you and him carve out your situation, right? Because everybody has their own situation. Absolutely. It looks totally different for each person, but there are sure factors that you should definitely look for in whoever your spouse may be. That's right. What do you, what, what would you have to say to that? Um, to be honest, that is the biggest key. That's the biggest key of knowing yourself and respecting yourself. Um, one of the, and I have to say like all analogies, I give glory and honor to God because he would just be sitting me down and be like, okay, cause that's how I, that's how I see things. I visualize things that way. And the one thing, um, you know, the one thing that he 
that stood out the most to me was when he was saying like, you are a treasure. And then he brought literally into my, into my forefront, like, you know, one of those, um, one of those movies and the guy is running and everything like that and trying to get to the treasure. Okay. Like booby traps. Oh, Oh, you know, that type of thing. But he said, this is exactly who you are. This is what I designed you to be. I placed you here as a gemstone. And so you have to treat yourself as such, you know, if like, I mean, to be honest, I, I don't see nobody just sitting here throwing diamonds and stuff like that. Like, oh, girl, you could have this, those earrings. Oh, mm -mm, no, you can't touch. Those are my good earrings. You know, like you ever try to go in your mother's stuff and she'd be like, uh-uh, not them. You get those. You get them cubic sagonials. Like, that's what you got. Um, them plastics. Okay. And that's what, um, you know, that's what I believe that God was really trying to say is like, listen, know your value, know your value. And when you know your value, you're not going to just spread it anywhere. And, um, and truly like I, when I was thinking about it and I was like, man, God, I really truly hope that like, you know, your words touch whomever, because I always think to myself, like, I'm grateful for the life that I went through because it brought me to who I am now, but it's because of the life that I went through that now I know, like, I like it the best way that somebody said, girl, you lived. Oh girl, I like that way. You said that I lived. That's great. Um, but the reality is that, you know, I was sharing myself with like, somebody that did not deserve it, mm -hmm. did not deserve it, did not deserve it. And wasn't like, you know, like, no, I was a prized possession. And yet I treated myself as though I was just something that I can dis discard. And that's mm -hmm. not what God had. That's not what he created us for at all. Come on, Veronica. We're not. Girl. Okay. Come on. Come on. So let me also say to you uh, and everyone who's listening, she has actually, she fact checked for you. So if you don't believe what she is saying or, or you want a scripture, they are all throughout the book. She has several scriptures references. She has pages of script, scriptures referencing the things that she is stating in this book. So when I say to you, get this book, okay? Papo, get this book. Um, so, <laughs> so my next chapter is renew your thinking. So in my mind, as someone who has definitely gone through the steps without even, you know, we've talked, but I've never listed steps for you. You know, we just, you know, mm -hmm. this is what it is. Um, but I felt like you was listening to my life, like, oh yeah, step one, know yourself. Step two, renewing your thinking. So you broke it down and you said that God designed each person, mind, body, and spirit, right? And then you said, in order to truly renew yourself, each part has to be reevaluated and refreshed. So not only is it that, okay, I'm going to change my mind. That's right. Right. Now I have to sit down and say, now I have to also change my body, That's right? right? What I'm doing or not doing with my body. Right. And then you have to sit down and have a spirit of of understanding and expectation. And the reason why I say the spirit of expectation, because you expect more from a man when you expect more from yourself. That's it. That's you know it. what I'm saying? It's a thing. It's one of those things. You also stated that when you love yourself, there's an aura about you mm. and women who are questioning, well, if a man is in a relationship with you and then he leaves you 
and this is my own opinion, and he leaves you, and then he goes with Susie Q, and you just like, but she she ain't nobody. The one thing I can guarantee you is Susie Q may love herself, and the aura about her loving herself, right? It sets the tone for that man. So he understands there are things that I cannot say to this woman, do to this woman, things that this woman is not going to accept. That's right. Okay. Because I know that she's not with the, right. So even when it came for me and I'm like dating and I'm, I'm getting my stuff together and people like, oh, well, let's do this. Mm. Even though I did it before my past does not dictate my future. Right. That's and I will not allow you or anybody else to try to tell me that it does because honey, okay? So with that being said, I stress to everyone, 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 take care of home. Home is you. Come on. Right? Home is you. When I say, when I was reading this book, I'm sitting here like, Veronica, I need to smack you. I need to smack you. Okay? My other analogy that I love Girl, you talked about being pregnant. Come on. So Veronica has three children, been pregnant twice. Uh, She has a set of twins. Veronica talked about how when we're pregnant, because a lot of us got kids without rings, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, The thing, and I'm not I'm not belittling you. Let me let me clarify. I'm not belittling anyone who had children outside of marriage. Yes. What I am saying, though, is that is your children are examples of what you should not have done, and now you got to get it right, mm. right? It, mm. But gifts, they're gifts from God. So please understand, I'm not belittling anybody's kids, and I'm not feeling like I'm this whatever over here because I was married, because I was still not in the right situation. So please understand. But God will give us a test until we pass it. Okay, so if you have multiple kids and no husband, you ain't passed your test yet. However, Veronica said there are different phases in pregnancy. So you had your nausea, your nausea, your vomiting, you had your uh, upset you know, um, your physical pains. And then, you know, eventually you had your uh, shortness of breath. And what I read, what I got from that was we are willing to endure pain Mm. to bring forth a child, but we are not willing to endure physical pain so that we can spiritually change our lives. I'm sitting here like, Veronica, she don't even know what she was talking about. She don't even know what she said. She don't even know. But seriously, we will have multiple children. We will, we'll, we will continue to give birth, but yet we are afraid mm. to die to self in order to live. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's real. Every day, we are not willing to die to self in order to live. Mm. That, that to me is like, once I learned how to let my past be my past, learn from my mistakes and move forward. I was like, God, here I am. I'm I'm ready for all that you have for me. That's right. All, but I did have to go through some growing pains. That's right. Right? It was not easy by any stretch of the imagination. Again, read Veronica's book. <laughs> read this book. Okay, can we go to the comments? Yes, you have a lot of 
agreement preach Sheena come on and a comment from Tierra Mac saying that or Susie Q who doesn't love herself and you do love yourself and he doesn't run, want to rise to the occasion I like that Tierra that's so true uh-huh. that's so true yep. and when you have your values in order and you know yourself and you know the treasure that you have you don't have any problem with letting somebody that does not treasure you go mm-hmm. because you already know like you you the best way is like do you know who you are do you know who you are you're a masterpiece and i've said that a couple times in the book you are a master's And so the thing about it is when you know that about yourself, you're not going to accept anything. You're not going to just uh, just willingly allow yourself to just go through anything just for no purpose. Nothing like that. You know exactly who you are. Um, So I agree with you. Yep. If you don't know who you are, that's all right. That's okay Because he's all he was doing was holding a place for some for your husband to know exactly who you are and to cherish who you truly are. Um, we missed a comment from Yolanda. She said, what do you say to the young single woman who may have loved herself, but the moment she got married, good question, Yolanda, she lost herself in the marriage being a wife and mother. This is happening more and more in society and some can't handle the pressure. I'm going to let you go first, Veronica. Okay, so that is that was my life, truly. That was Mm-mm. my life. Did and- y'all hear what this, this baby said? That was her life. Oh, that was my life. It truly was. Um, especially like Sheena said, we, we got married. We've been together since we were 16. We got married when we had our son first and then we got married when we were 20 and you know, you're truly growing up with someone. So you Mm -hmm. are all the years that you might've been using to truly find who you are. Now you're trying to do that within the confines of a covenant and you know, and the, the reality is that both people, you're both your own individual people and everything that you're going through, he might not be going through everything that he's going through. You might not be going through. So it's changing who you are as individuals. And um, for myself, when I lost myself, what I did, and like I said, it was somewhat extreme, but I knew what he liked because I tried to become everything that he liked. I foregoed who he, what attracted him, my aura, my glow, what made me who I am. Um, the, the Veronica, because I was a Veronica hell, the Veronica hell he fell in love with and said, oh, I want her to be my wife. I decided to change to become the ideal Veronica Dixon that I thought he, he wanted. Um, so in my mind, I'm placating and doing what I think he desires and losing who I truly am. So when it came to that point, I had to truly go all the way left. Um, now I wouldn't advise everybody to kind of do that thing, but I mean, I did. Um, so everything that he said that he liked, I did absolutely the opposite. He liked long hair. I cut my hair short. He don't, he liked dark colors. I wore nothing but bright colors. He didn't, he when we would argue, he was used to me just being like, okay, because I used to argue. And then I just like, no, I don't want to argue. Every single thing was an argument. Um, hey, where did you put the butter? I don't know. Where where you where you think the butter belong? I don't know where I put it. Where you think I put it? You know, everything became such an argument. And just like, I tried to find myself in doing completely the opposite. Um, and then as I 
found God though. Like I always knew God, but as I increased my relationship with him, I had to realize God checked me. So when I'm sitting here like, Lord, but he needs to change and he needs to do this. God was like, no, sweetheart, you need to change. Let me help you. Let me show you again who, who I created you to be. And so the moment that I really got my relationship with God back intact, and I truly was like, okay, Lord, you guide me, you show me. That's when um, I was able to find myself truly. And truly that's when, because I became confident because when, when you got God, you, you can walk into any room, go anywhere and be absolutely confident. Okay, come on, chest all the way. Okay, I'm here for food, all of that. Okay, so, um, you know, so for me, he had to, God had to show me and reveal to me who I was. And as he was revealing who I was, that, that gave me my identity in my marriage. And therefore, he was able to show me why he put me in this marriage, what I'm supposed to be doing when to speak, when to not, how to be a better helpmate for him, but at the same time, how to go for the purpose that God designed me for. So um, I could become more well, well-wounded, more balanced, still be the mother that I am supposed to be because the reality is this is what I, it came down to. I'm raising a door. I'm, I'm raising a queen. I did not want her to look at me as the um, well, no, men are supposed to talk like this, or mommy is supposed to accept, mommy's accept this, or, you know, no, I want you to know that no, mommies don't accept that as a queen, you know, as a king, kings don't speak to queens that way, or, you know, and queens honor their kings. And so they won't speak to them that way either. Um, so it really just, it, it, like I said, from the beginning, it's a heart posture. You got to change it. You, it's an inside job. It's truly an inside job, but that's what that. I found. I love when you say it's an inside job. I love that because it is, it's literally an inside job. Um, so as, as many of you know, I'm actually divorced. Um, however, I am in a relationship. And so I got married at 25. Mm-hmm. And I went from one extreme to the other. So I was partying, enjoying life, dating. Uh, what? I'm out here living my best life. I'm in Atlanta, like, where we at? Where we at? And then, <laughs> and then came to Buffalo for all of a couple of months. And next thing I know, I am married. Three months after that, I am pregnant. You know, bef- uh, right before my one year anniversary, I gave birth to my first child also somebody who didn't want to have kids so I mean I went through like a it was like whirlwind girl so I go through all of these things and then I find out during marriage that I didn't know who I was right so now not only do I not know who I am but I have extra titles so I'm a mom I'm a wife I gotta cook I gotta clean if, if if I don't do it, then who? Who's going to do it? Right? So for me, if for no other reason, if once you get married, you need a mentor. You need someone who's going to be real with you. Not a yes person. That's right. Not a yes person, but somebody who, who's going to say, no, 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 no. In my situation... He was able to say to me, oh, well, this is our first year of marriage, so you should pretty much be with me all the time. Mm. And I went for that. 
But I went for that because I did not know for myself who I was supposed to be. Okay. So when you get into these situations and you're like, dang, like, okay, now I'm married and, and I'm taking on all these roles and I don't know if that person is truly for you, they will allow you to grow. They will allow you room, right? To figure it out. No one walks into marriage like, yeah, I got this. I got this. Nobody. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because things are different. Each relationship is different. And whatever that person, whatever y'all got going on, you know what I'm saying? People get married and then health issues arise. Right. right? I can't tell you how to deal with a health issue as soon as it arises. And when you you first marry, I don't know because I never dealt with that. Mm -hmm. Right. I can tell you how uh, when you first get married and, and you add a kid, how stressful that is. You know, because it takes away from things that you thought that you wanted to do. Absolutely. You know, so what I would definitely say to somebody who is uh, who just got married and has lost themselves, take a moment and go find the person your husband fell in love with. That's go right. find the person that you know yourself to be. That's right. Go find that person because that person is very valuable in this situation. Without that person, there is no way we can move forward, not in peace and happiness. That's right. Right. Because there's going to be some turmoil. That's right. So if you want a happy marriage, you have to understand that you have to die to self, but not completely give up on self. Die to self, meaning it's no longer just you. That's right. You're right? sacrificing the, the me for we. For we, right? So understanding that you can no longer just go and get you a meal. That's right. That you want okay? that that's not how that goes. That's right. That's right. Okay. I'm going, I'm going to the to the store. You need something. That's okay. Right. And it's not etched in stone if that's what you need to do, but it is in chapter 10, was it? It's the little things. That's right. Right? It's the little things. And I can tell you, all my tenure people will tell you, it's the little things. When you go to the grocery store and you bring back their favorite candy, that's the little right. things. That's right. Just to be thought of. That's right. I'm going, right, right. That's Let's right. go to the comments real quick. Uh, I think she's gone. Okay. So let me go to the comments. Okay. So Yolanda said, listen, a real person to tell you about yourself rather than a like it or not. Agree. And then you got um, Arlene said, you have to give yourself grace to grow. Yes, ma'am. I love that. Um, who you are evolves all the time. Agreed. He should love you where you are and who you are and will um, and who you will be in the future. Completely agree. That's right. Maggie Thomas said, consideration and communication. Yes. Yes. Sabrina said, um, it's the little things like a single order of wings. Yes, come on, single there. order of wings. Come on, <laughs> you that will touch my heart. Okay, I became a popular little girl. I just was like, oh baby, oh baby, baby. <laughs> okay, and then Yolanda said, it says so much. The little things. Yes, if you want to be happy in a relationship and marriage, it's the little things, the little Absolutely. things, and showing appreciation. I'm so thankful. Thank you so much. They, all they did was take out the trash. Something you expect. But the, the point of the matter is, guess what? He did. You want to be appreciated, so show him some appreciation. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, what else I got, girl? You, you was, you was doing some things. Mm, you was doing some things. So again, 
I said I talked about that. All right, girl, because this book, again, you can purchase this book on Amazon. Okay. Mm -hmm. Show y'all the book. Okay, read it, please. Amazon link in the comments. Okay. They can just get the book. Yes. Veronica, uh, at the end, please put the Amazon link in the comments so that we can purchase this book. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So now I'm going to go to mm, another thing in chapter. Oh, here we go. I got a touch. So Veronica says, Quote, taking advice from people with a skewed concept of sex and marriage will keep you giving away something so valuable for insequential items. It is, ne it is neither necessary nor required for you to spread your legs to be treasured as, a, as the queen you are. Girl. Come on. Come on. Girl. Come on. Truly, to be to truth be told, I wish somebody Girl, like I, I had did, a I lot of sisters and stuff, but I wish somebody would have said like to truly have broken it down because I was smart. I was a wise little girl, and you know when you think you've grown, you know yeah. you get yourself into grown things, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but the reality is, had somebody stopped and said to me, which is why I say it to anybody that I really can, to truly treasure yourself. When you treasure yourself, you don't have to you don't have to sleep with no man to get something to get your bills paid and all. And if that's really the issue, baby, you looking for a father, you're not really looking for a husband. And that's just the truth of the matter. That's the truth of the matter because when you walk in purpose and you know who you are, you know what you're bringing to the table. You got your stuff together. Baby, all you're doing is adding to me, not taking away. So therefore, if somebody is paying all these bills and everything like that, if he gets taken away, oh, he took away your income. Um, so you gotta, you gotta do your own stuff on your own and your husband, all he's going to do is add to you. He's going to push yes. you further. He's going yes. to tell you. And that's what I thank God for. I, I have a husband that pushes me. He knows what I'm capable of, even if I don't see it for myself. And that's what you want. That's what you want. Somebody who is going to push you to strive to be the best of who you are, even if you are afraid to even see it for yourself. And, you know, it, it's hard to be sharpened. It's hard to be sharpened. And um, like somebody said, like, you know, you're growing, like everybody's growing and everybody's doing their own thing. But it's um, I think you actually you posted it actually, you know, on your on your page. It said being together, being faithful is a choice. And mm -hmm. truly marriage is a decision every day, every minute you make the decision. And I think that idea of falling in love and just like, you know, I love him. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I love my boo. I love my pookie. My, that's my my babe, I love him. Um, but the reality is, you know, do I still love him when like he done pissed me off? Like, yeah, I do because it's a choice. It's something that I decided to do. Am I still going to cook even though he like pissed me off? Yes, I am because you know what? I love him. And it's <laughs> easy to do things when you're happy. It's easy to do things when everybody is on the up. And it's easy to do things when he brought me some possibilities. Okay, good. I'm willing to do any and everything, okay? Right. But the reality is, are you still going to make that choice even when they fail to make a good choice? And mm. I mean, like, would you still say the, yes. on the other side too? You know, are you going to make that decision? 
love is a decision. And I feel like you fall deeper and deeper in love when you realize the things that you've gone through that it could have been quits. It could have. And, and to be honest with you, I feel like at any marriage, you come to a point where you just like, you really got to make that decision for yourself. Like, is are we going to do this or are we not? Mm-hmm. And that love, that initial love will keep you. And it will be like, you know, I think we have something worth fighting for. And then you fight for it. And once you fight for it and you get past it, that's what truly like you fall in love with that person over again because they were willing to weather the storm with you. And I think that's when it says like, you know, for through thicker and thin, like, yeah, it's real. When people say these vows, like with tears in their eyes, like, yes, baby, I love you. I can't wait to go home and do this honeymoon thing with you, babe. And all of this stuff. But the reality is like, is you going to still be loving him when, you know, when you pregnant, like I was for my, for, um, when I had the twins, I was high risk pregnancy. We couldn't have sex at all. And that's just the truth be told. But do you, can you love each other through that? Can you have other things? Can you, like, are you going to push past that? And you have to make those decisions. My mother, when my mother passed away, I was like almost no good. But to have somebody there to support you and to push you and to let you know, like, you know, to help click you out of things. Because girl, he did that. (laughs) He did that. And that is that's what makes it worth fighting for to have somebody there during those times. And that's really when you fall in love. I I feel like the falling in love is just that initial that, that, Oh, I love him. That's not really the true falling in love. That's just your emotions. But the true falling in love is when you, that person has been there through thick and thin. It makes you love them a whole lot harder. I love that. So I just want to make this comment because this is something else that you said in this book that I just was like, oh my God. And then we're going to go to comments. She said, many women are surrounded by the misconception, my God, that bank accounts are valued more than self-worth and the outward appearance seemingly more important than the character. Girl. Come on. Girl. Hold on. Hold on. Yes, Lord. Girl, oh, I don't know if y'all heard me. I need to. Re- I'm, I'm gonna read that again. She said, "Many women are surrounded by the misconception that bank accounts are valued more than self worth and outward appearance, seemingly more important than character." My God, today, do you know you didn't just spoke to the masses, honey? Seriously to the masses that right there for every young girl listening one one sentence one sentence one okay one what you see on tv is superficial that's right okay these things it's called reality tv but it ain't nowhere near what reality is okay come on let's go to the comments that is definitely food for thought two comments one when you were growing and finding yourself what was his place in your life and how were your interactions with one another another comment in your book you stated in essence you're giving up your independence for dependency what do you say to that young wife who has always done things for herself how can she understand the need to become dependent when it comes to her husband 
And another comment from Kelly Jimenez stating, I feel like a woman loses themselves so easily in marriage and give up so much. I struggle with that daily. Okay. I was going to ask, can I speak from a divorced woman's perspective first? Um, so that y'all don't come to where I'm at. Um, one thing that I had to understand, first speaking to Kelly, I'm going to speak to Kelly. She's the last. Uh, as, as Veronica has stated, giving of yourself daily, it is a, it's going to be a daily struggle. Even in my relationship now, I see that before it was okay. So what we go? What's what we gonna eat? All right, I have to be the person. Oh, nobody else wanna decide to. Instead of magically <laughs> thinking in our heads, right? Because we get this so confused, we automatically think men supposed to to know what the hell we thinking. That's right. And we are so far <laughs> off because we thinking this, and they thinking that. Absolutely. Right. While we're over here thinking about the meal, he over there thinking about the finances. Okay, we have different roles. So on a daily basis, if for any reason you need help, the, it's so simple. Ask. That's right. Period. Right. We get all irate and upset and be like, oh my God, ain't nobody truth. helping me do nothing around here. Da, 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 da. But right. you hipping yourself up. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you bad. You bad for what? For what? <laughs> You ain't saying nothing. That's right. That's right. That's right. Like, oh my God. Just ask. What's the what's the song? Just ask. Okay, come on, sing. In my name. No, that was my song, because you know I'd be singing my song. Okay. <laughs> and then for uh the other question, when you are growing and finding yourself, what was his place in your life? Um, going back to what Veronica said, she definitely stated that he was there, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then... And he was finding himself at that same time, too. So, doing it, like, we're, we're still together and we're still working things out and we're still communicating. And that's the big thing, communication, communication. Like Sheena said, nobody is clairvoyant and the way our minds think are completely opposite which is why god developed a woman for a man and he put the, us together because we are different but because of the fact that we do help each other out and um just you know we do sharpen each other and we help each other in a ways that nobody else really can that's he made us for that purpose um so like as i was finding myself he was doing the same thing but we were still there it's kind of like you know we were still cheering each other on like you know what you do you like you do you we're here i'm still cooking i'm still cleaning you still providing we still doing this parenting thing but i see you growing we're still gonna spend this time together but you need to do you and i need to figure out how to do me and then as it's just and it's so amazing how it happens because like as he started kind of developing him then i was just like oh okay okay Daddy. And then as I started developing me, like, you know, you, you trying on different lipsticks and you trying on different outfits. 
something to make you feel good. You're doing your own self-care. And, you know, that's attractive to a man. Like, you know, because you're loving yourself. You're loving yourself. And it's just that showing, like, I believe that no, and, and that goes to the independence and then becoming dependent. Um, I had to learn for myself because I am very independent to learn how to rely on him because that is their love. When they get to do something for you, that's their love. It's not to say that you're helpless because you're more than capable, but the reality, because you are more than capable and yet you still are trusting them to still do it, that shows them like, man, you trust me. And that makes them rise to the occasion. Because if you're always constantly doing something and you never like, you know, it's like you don't trust them. So it's like, okay, you don't trust me to do it. So I'm never going to do it anyway. But the reality is like, they just want to know, they, they feel pride knowing that they could take care of you. And it's not saying like, you know, have to be financial and everything, but I mean, take care of you, like to truly pamper you, to truly just make you know that you are loved and that they cherish you. They want to take care of you. And that is, that's how I learned it. I think that people forget. Okay. So let's take it back. Let's take it back. First and foremost, women, for some reason, think that men just don't think the way that we think. The thing is, we all think the same things, just differently, right? So he want to make sure that he doing his best job. You want to make sure you doing your best job, but it may come across totally different, Absolutely. right? So the number one thing in that to me is also understanding and knowing who you are with, right? Mm-hmm. So for instance, for myself, I am a very independent woman, okay? I will put together some stuff in a minute. I will do what I need to do. I will make it happen, right? But in my relationship, he checks me like, mm, nah, B. Nah. What am I here for then? Period. And I had to be like, <laughs> clench my purse. You right. <laughs> You're right. So just because, and with the, the independent and dependency, just because you can do it on your own, right? Just because you can do it on your own, why not allow yourself to be blessed and step away? That's because right. we already got too much on our plate. Am I right? We already complaining about what we got to cook and what we got to do. So let that man do what he going to do. That's right. right. Even though I could put some stuff together real quick on my own, let that man yeah. do it. Love A man that. wants to make sure and understand that he's taking care of you. That's part of his thing. That's right. True. And then as we keep talking about communication, when you communicate and understand what love languages are, you That's know true. how or what he needs in order to feel like a man. That's we true. want to so badly, um, what's the word? Um I can't even think of the word. We want to take away their manlyhood, right? We want to be the woman. We want to be the man. We want to be the mom, the dad. Like, girl, sit down somewhere. Because in our minds, we just want to we just want to take away. We just want our job is to help. So if I see that you're stressed, if I see my husband stressed and I had to in this comes with conversation and communication. communication. He had to let me know, like, listen, if I am, um, if I'm working on something or if I'm telling you something, I'm not telling you for you to fix it. Because in my mind, if you say something to me, 
oh, I need to fix it. Or I'm going to try to help you. I'm going to try to make your load lighter. You know, that's what I'm going to try. But he had to let me know, like, listen, every single time I tell you something, it's not for you to do it. It's just for me to express how I feel. Not for you to fix it for me. I'm very capable of fixing it for myself. And I think that's the reality. Like they, they want that support and every man is different. So I, I, I dare not to put every man in the same category. Um, but the reality is like, you know, for, for my husband, you know, he's more than capable of doing something, but sometimes they just want to listen in ear just to listen mm-hmm. and let, you know, like everything if, to know that if I need you, you're there, but mm-hmm. I'm going to work this out on my own because that's a, that's a part of them. Like, to be able to cover their family and support their family and to make sure things happen. Like I remember it was something I was doing. Um, I forgot what it was, but I asked my husband to do something and he, and it wasn't being done. Like I do it like, you know, and that's a re that's another thing. Like you do what you do, but they do it. They can still do it. They just do it different. Yeah. Um, so I had to learn how to relinquish. Like, you know what? Girl, say that word, girl. Relinquish. relinquish. Girl. Okay. Ooh. Because I mean, why am I, don't make things an argument that don't need to be. And just because you clean it like this, don't mean, is it clean? Is it clean? clean? Is he doing it? Then let it go. And sometimes, like you said, sometimes we carry so much stuff on us. And when things are not done the way we kind of want them done, then it's like, you know, just forget it. I just do it myself. Uh I learned how to relax. He said that he's going to do it. And my wife. Oh, okay. Well, you as long as you get it done and it's getting done, it, I have nothing Ugh. to say. Okay. Let's go to comments. Can we start with uh, T. Simmons? T. Simmons. I don't see a T. Simmons. I see Matrice Jones. They need to be needed also. And I see Yolanda saying, we are to be the help me. Okay, so I'll be- Oh, now I see T. Simmons. She says, yes, I think that's the root of miscommunication. A woman thinks a wife does X, Y, and Z. The guy thinks a wife does A, B, C. And neither value each other or don't feel heard. But it's really that the expectations weren't discussed or balanced. Yes, yes. And she also- had another statement. She said, with that financial piece, I've also noticed some people also having a misconception that marriage slash husband equals total household balance, aka magic fix. Correct. I agree with that. Perfect, perfect balance or responsibility. Like married moms don't say still have mom problems. Correct. Mm. People really have to define the roles in their relationship themselves and discuss expectations prior to I do's. Say that, T girl. Say that. That's the truth. Yolanda also said you will continue to grow through different phases in your marriage. What either of you liked before may change and age or preference. Completely agree. Completely agree. So um, another thing that you stated in this book, when I say, again, the Amazon link is in there. Please, please, please go, go purchase this book. Some wisdom in here. Seriously. Um, she said, regardless of how good the sensation, we're talking about sex, regardless of how good the sensation is giving us the false sense of control, men release themselves unto us. Now, let me pause there. 
that is so much to me because people make jokes, you know, com- comedians like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, or I've seen memes on uh, Facebook saying, um, yeah, man, crush uh, Wednesday didn't change your pH balance. Funny, <laughs> but it's very true, right? Very, very, very true. And that right there, you taking them with you wherever you go. Like once you sleep with a man as a woman, you still have him all on you. That's right. You smell him. You truly, truly, truly. All on you. Take a shower, all of that. And you still be walking around like, you know. I I smell this man. Anyways. Then you said connecting us well past the sexual act. That word connecting us. For anybody who has a teenage daughter or a young woman, connecting us way past sex. If you're wondering why you still connected and you still want to be around this man, it's because he's already in your in your nose and your pheromones, and you already That's calculating right. when the next time you're gonna be with this man, and this man then moved on to the next to set up his prey. Anyhow. As you stated, even after a shower, we smell them. Pheromones are the mental connection of these acts, creating an attraction that goes well beyond the physical, but steeps, girl, steeps into your spirit every time. My God. My God. Seriously. That's the truth. Seriously. You want to talk about walking around with bodies on you? Come on. You said something there. Girl. there. And know that like what I say, I'm not saying it just because I'm saying it from experience, you know, and it's not a it's not a good thing. And and as I have said, is the fact that like once you once I became married, I realized like, man, I was giving myself to people. And it's just like, I can't get that back. I can't get that back. I cannot get that back. And then when you realize what it really truly means to be treasured, I mean, to truly be loved and to be loved and, you know, it's a, it's a complete different type of connection period. Mm -hmm. And so when you, when you've given yourself to other people and then you've already been like, now you're married, but you see that person, but they've seen you, you know, (laughs) and it's, that's not, that's not something that like, that's not something that I, if any young lady has never, has never had sex or I just want them to avoid that and wait for your husband. It's so, it's just, so, it's just wait. I promise you, like, you know, you, then you don't have no comparisons. You don't have no thoughts. You don't know what you you don't out nothing. And that's the truth. And that's just being very transparent. You don't have any of that stuff. And it's just the true love between you and who God created you for. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's a beautiful thing. And I just want to say, so when we wondering as women, why it's so hard for us to get over this man is because this man has a part of our soul. Mm-hmm. We didn't willingly gave up a part of our inner being for a moment of satisfaction that probably wasn't on your behalf because you probably wasn't even satisfied. Can I can I talk? That's the truth. That's okay, so we sitting up here, and when I say we, I say myself because this is what I have done. Definitely calling myself having a, a sexual encounter, you know, a, a moment of of satis, 
what I wanted was to be satisfied and what I got was disappointment. And with that being said, when you are truly, what I had to learn is when you are truly giving yourself unto somebody, a man, the man for you or in a relationship, you are more relaxed. You are accepting. You are because you have trust, right? You're not sitting here wilding out like, where he going? What are you doing? Da, 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 da. You don't care about none of that because you know what you offer and bring to the table and you'll be damned if you feel any kind of way if he don't see it and need to move on. Right? That's right. Right? So I remember, and then I'm going to move on. I remember way back in the day, I don't know if anybody else remember this. Uh, hey, Brittany girl. Uh, I remember literally the picture when they say like, you know, the sex picture and it's like Molly in the middle. And then she has like, you know, Molly slept with, with Dave. And then Dave slept with Sarah, Jessica and, and Taj and Taj slept with. And it's just like, it just keep going. It just keep going. And we don't stop to think what besides my juices, my, my outer being was I given this man right? That's not something that we stop to think because I know my way of thinking was, oh, well, I got what I wanted. And you know what I wanted? Nothing. Cause that's what I got. Wow. Wow. Um, wow. My God, chapter three, and then we're going to go to the comments in chapter three, prayer is essential. The analogy that you gave is that Climates change, right? We got summer, winter, spring, fall, and we need different apparel for these different uh, seasons. And then you said, and prayer is the same, yeah. right? Because prayer is what prepares you for your everyday journey in life, regardless of who you are, right? Regardless of what you're going through. You also said that prayer is something that only the only thing that you can cleave to, my God, because it's intimate, it's between you and God. Nobody can change, alter, redirect. Whatever you say to God is completely to him and all, and he's gonna speak back to you. That's right. That was so good to me. That was so good. You said these attacks, cause you were saying like we get um, in marriage or situations will come and uh, things will attack you, various parts of your life. You said these things come from various forms such as your mind your body, your spirit, your family, your friends, your work, your finances, right? And we need prayer because prayer is what is essential, right? Girl, we this is only chapter three, y'all, and I'm giving tidbits, okay? I'm not even going in. This girl has, listen, she allowed God to use her, okay? This is a blessing. This is definitely a blessing. Can we go to the comments really quickly? Yes. T.M. Robinson stated that soul ties are real, and she went on to say a connection that becomes spiritual and even subconscious can be very damaging to oneself. Mm. Yolanda posed a question for a single young lady. How does she discern the wrong guy at the right time versus the right guy at the wrong time? Mm. The reality is for me, that's when prayer comes through. And that's why it's the very first thing. Who are you? 
and knowing and knowing mm-hmm. your relationship and having your relationship in, with God, because he will give you that discernment. He will allow you to know that, yes, that looks good, but that's not for you. Um, or, you know, stick, stick, stick in it a little bit longer. This person ha- actually has something that, you know, I, I sent for him to be there for you. Um, so truly, that's why I say from from the get go. You've got to have your relationship with God, correct? And God will send truly the right people around you to help. Because even when your emotions get into it and you're like, oh, I really, God will send you your, your best friend who knows God too. That's why you need to have some godly friends. Have your, I always, I talk about sisterhood. Make sure that your sisterhood is right because they're going to be able to even if you're not going to be able to, because your emotions might be like, oh, okay, well, he's a wonderful one. He's a wonderful young man. He got this, he got that. And then your best friend who is in your corner, the same as you wants the best for you the same way. will say, mm, no, that's not it. That's not it. So mm-hmm. it's, it, it takes prayer and God and trust the people that God sends to you. I say God that sends them to you, not that you pick them because they y'all got something in common because that yeah. he, you could be around the wrong people. But as long as you have God people that God sent um around you, they will be able to sharpen you and they'll be able to tell you some truths about yourself even if you don't want to hear it. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm always, you know, so no God, no, um, I, I say that and I will say it to literally until the day I die is to know God and trust the people that God is sending for you. Trust the seasons that you're in. And that's why I say prayer is it, prayer is like getting ready. When you wake up in the morning, that's the first thing you should do because guess Lord. what? That's going to get you prepared for the rest of your day. Put it on. Sleep at night. You need to pray. Why? Because there's demons and everything that's kind of try- that's going to come and try to attack you at night. Why? Because you got purpose. Mm-hmm. So that is one of those things that are essential at all points in time to make sure that your prayer life is right. So that for that young girl, if you have your prayer life right, you don't really have things to worry about because your prayer, the prayers of the people that are around you, that will help solidify and to cover you, um, so that the right people are the only people that are supposed to be getting to you. Come on, Veronica. So something else that I, you also put in this book, and then I, I want to also, let me address what she said about the young Christian. So let me tell you, I am like, I didn't did it all, okay? So premarital, you know, uh, sex, fornication, whatever you want to call it, I was having sex, okay? Um, I was getting that, doing that thing, okay? I was messing with all the wrong situations, thinking a right situation was going to come about. Okay. I had wrong expectations. I had right expectations for wrong people because they never, it was never predestined for them to be in my life in the first place. Um, I was cashing insufficient. I was cashing negative checks because I had insufficient funds. I got that from, uh, my girl Veronica over here. Okay. So I was out here, um, giving up things. I was, I was, um, I was taking withdrawals and, uh, not doing deposits. Okay, so what I'm saying is I wasn't putting in, into myself. I wasn't giving me anything, but I was withdrawn from me to give to everybody else. Mm. So with that being said, when the right person came along, because like I said, I, I don't know if you guys have heard me, but I've definitely said this, that um, I have a soul, two soulmates. I have one with my, my best friend and I have one with Greg. And I definitely think that you can have multiple soulmates, whatever. But it's, it's, a, it's 
different levels to this. That's a whole nother conversation. However, when Greg came to approach me, when I say I was on shit, like, I don't care what you got, what you think you can do. I don't care if you can uh, summon God himself. Listen, baby, I know me so well now that you can't trick me into believing, wanting, doing anything that I do not want to do. Mm. Okay, that's one. Two, the right man will never, 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 never try to get you to, to do anything that you don't want to do. That's right. Never. The right man will want you, want to uplift you. He's not looking for sex. He's not looking for you to redirect your morals and values. All he doing is, is what Veronica said previously. He wants to add to you. So if you are in a relationship, and I also learned this, a man, not a male, not a, not a male, not a boy, a man will never leave you to wonder, think, worry, question, none of that. That's right. Okay, you don't have to worry if you're the only one, if you're the next one, if you're the last one. He is going to make sure that you understand wholeheartedly your place in his life. That's right. Period. That's right. Okay, and if you sitting up here questioning, if you got one question about where you're sitting in his life, just pull yourself right on out. Okay, because if you can't communicate, to understand where you are, because maybe you're dealing with somebody who's young and you're young too, and maybe they don't know how to communicate, right? Because that's always- And that's very true. It can happen, right? Mm -hmm. But if you don't speak your expectations, if you don't put it on the table, this is what I want, this is what I don't want, how can you ask him to uphold something you don't know yourself? Okay, so for me, I would definitely say as a young woman, it don't take all of that. And I know it's, it's hard, but it's the, it's the little things. It don't take all of that. Be you. If he wants you, he gonna come get you. Period. If you trying to chase him, honey, I don't know. You ain't in the right situation. That's right. You're not in the right situation at all. So you just need to go ahead and release yourself for that situation and go on about your business because uh, that ain't where it's at. Another thing you said, prayer is a sharpening tool, mm. which I love. I love, love, love that. But I, I know some comments going on. Um, we're freezing. Okay, back at him. Okay. Um, can we go to the comments? Uh, I think we, if we can. Uh, we Keith, yep. She said that it's different for her. She said, I don't feel an attachment to men after sex at all. The attachment comes from what occurs outside the bedroom, how he makes me feel as a person. Only when I feel good about the relationship between us is the sex enjoyable. Okay. Oh, we got a lot of prayer warrior comments. Hold on, uh, commentator. What you say? Can you read that one more time? Please, she said that it's different for her because a lot of people were talking about um, the soul ties when you have sex with people. Mm -hmm. She said she doesn't feel an attachment to men after sex at all. She only gets an attachment from what they, how they treat her outside of the bedroom and how they make her feel. And then the sex becomes more enjoyable. Can I, I, so 
as you're thinking about that, and then we're gonna go to the rest of the comments. Key is it key? Quee. Quee. Okay, I'm sorry, Quee. Um, I was that one, right? I was that one. And for my own personal, I would say you have to go and check what happened to you growing up because there's some disconnect. Uh and this, this is my personal opinion, but I would definitely say, go back and figure out where that disconnect is. Because as a woman, you don't have any soul ties when you give of the most precious thing on the earth. There were wars fought for the vagina. Let's just be real, right? There are situations that happen daily over what I, that I'm with her. Da, 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 da. And you as a woman feel nothing when you give of yourself to someone and that's your power you know that is your and that is someone your, else said that is subconscious too that too but i definitely think there's something underlying and i think that you should go figure what out what it is for you because what it was for me may not be the same for what it was for you but i'm gonna i'm gonna definitely say that there is some disconnect with what you think sex means and what you what you actually want in a relationship there's a disconnect it's huge i don't what do you think veronica so like i had to i had to have her repeat that again because i you know i'm i'm a firm believer i don't want to speak unless it's it's purposeful um but to truth be told um like sheena said this is just my opinion and um you know i want you to be very very prayerful over that because and truly you know i don't know i want you to check to see where your relationship with god is number one because that is a lot of power that you're just giving up and if you're not feeling anything after that you're numb to something and so whether that's numb to a feeling of something that has occurred for you or just a way of you getting away from something so you don't have to address it um i know everybody is different and i and i do have you know i did have people that would just say you know this is just what it is at the time like this is just what it is i just did it and that's it but at the end of the day, like once they get to where they, once they did their own little, their soul searching for themselves, they found out why it was that they were doing it or why they thought at that moment, why they didn't feel what it was or, you know, why it wasn't so important at that time. But truly, um, the reality is that you are so precious. You are so precious. And if you are just giving something that God has given you and that is so, so powerful, so powerful and so precious, just giving it away um, without thinking or without feeling any, any effect, that's something that that's an inside, that's something, and I keep saying inside job, but that's something that you really have to pray about because when you're giving away something big you know and that's something very 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 big and if you're giving away and you're not thinking about it until after you have some type of a relationship because the reality is the relationship makes the sex the relationship makes it what it is yeah. so then that makes me question why are you even doing it are you getting anything from it because mm -hmm. i mean you could just be doing it but if 
there's no attachment there. There's no attachment for him to please you because I'm, the reality is when you love somebody, you want to please them the same way that they want to please you. That That's what brings it. So like, you know, it, it just makes me, I, my thing that I would just say to you is please just be very, very prayerful and like truly seek truly seek God and find your own answers and don't be afraid of them. And, you know, you got to go through it. You got to figure it out. So whether it might be past hurt, whether it may be things that subconsciously you have put to the, to the back, maybe sex is something that, um, you know, at one point in time was hurtful for you. And so that's what you think is a powerful thing. That's what you try to turn it around and use it as a power kind of thing. But, um, and you know, I'm not saying it's that deep, but it very well could be. Um, mm-hmm. But I really feel like you you should definitely, you know, just definitely be prayerful and seek God on your own for that one. Awesome, Veronica. Um, can we go to uh, Jasmine? Yes, Jasmine said prayer, P-R-A-Y-E-R. Prayer releases all your external resources. Brittany Leah stated that she learned a long time ago, when you pray to God, always ask for understanding that only you can understand. And Shay Arnold stated that right expectations, wrong people, yes. Mm -hmm. Yolanda, it's amazing when you realize your worth. Mm -hmm. Tia, you won't have to compromise yourself. Pamela, know your worth, ladies. Maria, all y'all preaching tonight. And a lot of other affirming comments. Okay. And then Tracy says, the relationship does not make the sex in marriage. It's a connection. Yes, Tracy. And then I think we skipped over. um, Oh, Tracy also said yes for purpose. And then Yolanda was saying yes, come on. So my last and final because we've been on and we can talk all night. You know, we can go. Come on. You and I. Uh, she, first of all, let me just go into this. Well, it's not going to be my final, but um, again, for those of you who are just joining, these chapters are crazy. So I'm going to list them again. Um, she has, who are you? Chapter one. Okay. So figuring out who you are before you can even move forward to being a a wife, being a girlfriend, being a mother, being anything else other than who you are. Who are you? Um, Renewing your thinking, making sure you understand that uh, breaking yourself down, that's what I take with the renewing, constantly breaking yourself to build yourself, right? Uh, Prayer is essential. Understand that you, you need prayer. Prayer is so essential. Prayer is literally a weapon. Everything, come on. Okay, it is a weapon in the morning. She said, when you pray, first thing, when you get up, you are praying so that you are attacking everything that is trying to attack you. I say this all the time. God said, put on the whole armor of God, but he never said fight. Come on. All right. Um, uh, you said reality versus fantasy, which is what we're going to talk about right now in, the, in a second. Chapter five, becoming the wife. Chapter six, all you got to do is say yes. Chapter seven, he's your king, not your God. Okay, understanding that there is a difference between serving the man that is considered your head your head, and serving the God who is omnipotent. 
Humble okay, there's there's a difference. There's a totally different thing there. That's right. That's um, right. Also, the power of sisterhood. You need those people around you to make sure that they are keeping you together. Let me just say, uh, me and Veronica are in the same prayer group, sister group. So how many years has it been? Ooh, it's been a couple years. Maybe like three? Yeah. Where I was on my own personal journey and God said to me, you need a group of women. And I have a group of women. We're not all the same. We're not all the same marital status. You know, some of us are single. Some of us just got into relationships. It's we. It's a plethora of us. A plethora of us. What is it? Five of us? Yeah, yeah. five. It's five of us. And when I tell you, we speak into each other's lives, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, whatever. Okay, we love on each other. It is not always cakes and pies. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> it is not always cakes and pies. It is not always, oh, I get where you're coming from. It ain't always that either. Okay. We check each other. We share information. We love on each other. We pray for each other. Okay. Do we talk every single day? Nope. But I bet you whatever she got going on, I'm going to pray for her. Whatever I got going on, she's going to pray for me. And you need those people because sometimes we confuse prayer warriors with friendship. And it's not about a friendship every single day. It's about those people who are going to be there to fight the fight that you are fighting. Okay. Not, not a friend. Y'all don't, y'all don't really know what friendship is, but I digress. Anyhow, check your ego at the door. I love that. And chapter 10, which we keep talking about, it's the little things. It's the little things. So dive in head first into reality versus fantasy. Honey, girl, you know, I got my notes. I told you I got my notes. I got mad stuff I can say. But girl, listen, this baby said in reality versus fantasy. See, my idea of a wife was based on pleasing him. Let me bring it back. Let me bring it back. She says, see, my idea of a wife was based on pleasing him. I need y'all to understand this. Her idea, it didn't say her reality. Her idea was based on pleasing him. She said it didn't entail the realities of life, which included financial hardships, children, emotional upsets, lack of communication, loss, and other tribulations you face as a married couple. That right there, that, that, that sentence, girl, is so powerful to me because people look at marriage and you see this, That's it. right? They see the fantasy. You see the Huxtables, right? You see uh, Cardi B and I don't, what's her the wow. Migos guy, I don't know. Um, that guy, right? But real marriage? It's real. It's real. It's real. It's real. And you know, I thank God for, um, I call her my hot boo, my mother in love. Um, she, and let me tell you, for any woman who has a son, I, I put her on a pedestal. Because when you have a son and you, you, 
start now for praying for the wife for your son. But when you have that daughter in love, you should be praying for her and trying to show her because you had this son. So you know the inner workings of him. And she took the time to show me, she took the time to not only to listen to what I had to say, to sharpen me in such a nice way. She would just be like, Veronica, I know, sweetheart. But, you know, and she, but she knew her son and she knew me and she prayed for a wife for her son. So she took the time to invest in me because I was created for her son. So, you know, so I always say to any mother in love, talk to your daughter-in-law. That's the person that's, that's the person that's praying over your son. That's oh, the person that's up for, with your son. That's the person that is having your grandchildren, all of that stuff. But she took the time to truly seed into me and to truly sow into me and to show me what it was to truly be a wife and to fight differently, to truly fight differently. Um, so that whole facade of what I had in, in my idea of having, um, being married, because you couldn't tell me nothing different, honey. I was going to be wearing lingerie. If I was wearing anything, I was going, it's go, it was going to be all night long popping all night, wake up. Okay. All of that. <laughs> but that was what it was. I was going, you know, making breakfast, making dinner. Like we was, we were going to be loving on each other 24 seven, but that did not, that was my idea, but that was not my reality because, oh, um, girl. Baby, when those bills was coming due, and it's like, oh, but we was just doing this, and so now that became an argument. And then you got kids, and then you got you got different things pulling you. Your work is is annoying. You going to school at the same time, so you coming home, you not wanting to really do anything, and so that that called, that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure on a marriage, and that's you know, and that's minimal for what a lot of marriages actually endure. Mm-hmm. So the reality is, you know. You gotta. That was the whole thing. I don't want people to go and go into a marriage knowing that you have a purpose and that y'all are going to be there to push each other, to elevate each other, to motivate each other, to cheerlead on each other's behalf when you guys accomplish stuff, to be able to check each other when you are wrong, to be able to pray for each other in any and everything, and truly to be each other's friend. The best thing that I can honestly say that has happened with me and my husband. And, you know, I'm very outgoing. I'm, um, I love people. I talk a lot. Very loquacious. Shana, you know this. Um, but we the, are. I'll, <laughs> I'll drink to that, right? Drink to that. Um, but the reality is my husband, he's opposite of me. So we love differently. I, I will jump on you. I will kiss you. I will love on you. And don't do that. And that is not my husband, but he has learned to accept it from me. That was something I broke down for him. Like he will accept it from me. He will accept it because he got, thank God, because he got a daughter that acts just like me and she jumps on and loves on and everything like that. But his way of showing love to me was saying, okay, and making us a priority was regardless of everything that was going on, we have a date night. And uh, every Thursday, come on, Thursday, come on, you are work i would leave work early that's date night that's purposeful and that's purposeful. The girl what a yeah. priority come on yeah. be intentional that's right and you got to make each other a priority and 
when he made us a priority, it made me want to make us a priority. And it's going to go back and forth. It's going to go back and forth. But you guys got to continue to choose each other. And, you know, the best thing is we are each other's friends. Sometimes on date night, it, it isn't nothing like real intimate, like as far as sexual intimacy, because intimacy is not just sexual, but it is very, very We will sit there. We will have great conversation. We will watch television. We will think about things that are happening during the course of the day. We will dream to each other. We will tell each other our goals, our motivations, everything like that. And we will get to know each other. And then recently on Sundays, we still, we take an hour just for ourselves. The hardest part I feel about marriage is making sure, especially as a wife, because we have a tendency to, um, if we don't like something, we could be seen as nagging very, very easily. Um, but with this time that we dedicated to each other on, like on Sunday, we talk about things that are just going on and like things that might be considered as nagging any other day, like in the course of just running past each other, we can really have a conversation like, babe, can you, um, after you cook your bacon, can you, you know, clean up Drain that oil? Because if I said it any other day, it, it would have been like, because we're moving, we're moving. So now it seems like I'm nagging. But, but you're speaking, you're speaking right there because it's a time and place to attack absolutely, things. Absolutely, absolutely. And that was the thing. You got to learn to hold your peace. And that's what I've learned because not everything has to be said at that moment. And he had to learn that with me because he can look at me and he could all he has to say is Veronica and I look at him and it's a look that I must give him that he knows don't say nothing for me today and he will wait <laughs> he will wait but we've learned each other enough because we are friends and if that is your friend you you know when somebody is your friend, you love them, you love mm -hmm. them and you treat them with high regard, you know, mm -hmm. and you know, you want to push them forward and everything. So like, you know, my, my biggest thing is like be each other's friends and truly like just to, to laugh with each other. And just mm -hmm. me and me and my husband have the best laugh. My biggest laughs have come from just being with him over something foolish and just being able to be free. You should be able to be free with your husband. And when I say free, I don't mean just sexually. I mean, free with your heart, free with your thoughts, yes. free with your mind, just, just free. What do pastors Henning say? Into me, I see intimacy. That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. And just be, you know, truly just to be free. And I think, and I truly thank God for that. But at the same time, know that it's work. It, it's not going to be, you might start off like that and things are going to happen, but you got to make the choice to keep it that way. And then when you think, see things are starting to go a little bit funny, you got to make the choice to try to make it better. Mm -hmm. And like you said, he's not clairvoyant. And what I'm thinking in my mind that I think he should know, because a lot of times that's what we think, like he should notice, you know. <laughs> Oh, you know this by now. You should know this about me by now. But really, it, it, it might not because you don't know because we didn't communicate. I don't know the three, the, the five things that he has on his mind that he's going through constantly that maybe he's missing what I'm saying or missing that what I'm doing because we're still two different people. We got two different struggles a lot of the times. So, you know, to truly communicate and like, no, that's your best friend. And if that's not your best friend, if you are going into it for any other reason, then that is my best friend. Then you're going to go into it the wrong way because from a wise woman that's, that said to me, baby, you're going to get older 
and God, like, you know, if sex was all that you had, when you get older, baby, you not going to be able to split it and you not going to be able to wide open. like the same way. Okay. But girl, you can't know. bring it back. You can't girl, Okay. But I'm about to be 90s working back. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but truly, you know, you got to have something more than that. You got to have something more than that, that you can just like hold each other's hand and just feel that same love and, you know, that same care, caring, you know, it's very, that's very important. Very important. I love that, Veronica. Can we go to the comments? Can we start with Yolanda? Yolanda says you have to pick your battles. No, further up. She said, uh, I'm very proud of you both. Can you see that one? No, I don't know what's going on with the comment. Okay, it says, um, I'm very proud of you both. No, I'm very proud of both of you ladies. This was needed for so many who don't have the slightest idea what marriage entails. And then Pamela, once you once you catch up, you can just jump in. Um, Pamela Jones-Taylor says, I just got the book and only into a couple of the chapters, but my God, come on. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God, <laughs> truly. Uh, Bella said, Tracy, link below, yes. Uh, Yolanda said, listen, finished it in a day. The wisdom is real. Um, Kelly said, it's available on Amazon. Jasmine said, what? God said, put on the whole armor of God, but he never said fight. You better say that. Yes, oh. girl. I live by that. I live by that. I'll be ready, but I ain't got to do much. Come on. Let's put it on. Come on. Um, Pam said, Yolanda Grant fears. I've been, um, I'm so busy lately, but about to dive in. Iron sharpens iron. Uh, Tracy said, thanks, Arlene. Uh, marriage is work, but it's worth it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Jasmine said, can having or overcoming strongholds within yourself or whatever be a barrier in singleness or marriage? Mm, we got to come back to that. We, I'll, I'll read that one again. Can you okay. see the next comments? It's from Candace uh, Dowdell. Is it Dowdell? The first comment I see is Jasmine saying amen about intimacy. And then Yolanda, you have to pick your battles. Okay. So Candace uh, said, that's a blessing. Tracy said, awesome. Ebony Cole said, she is definitely a very different person. Um, you, Brittany said such a, or Bella says such a blessing. Um, Yolanda said, Lord, she won't, Lord, won't she? Uh, Jasmine said, amen about intimacy. Okay. Yep. You can go from Yolanda. Yeah. So after that, Keisha said, learn to hold your peace. Tracy said, don't assume he knows. That's why communication is very important. Hold on. Before that. And before that, Jane said, have to be friends first. Okay, sorry. Oh, yes. I thought I, I saw that one. Candace said, please speak on one spouse being more spiritual than the other. Question mark, question mark. That's a good and one. And Yolanda said, um, she spoke about if she has one of her events, please make sure you are notified. We get really deep. Okay, so can I go back to Candace because um, and that was something that I had to address for myself too because that was one of that was one of my. Hold on. Okay. Go there, please, if you can, 
on Facebook, like Single Ladies Meet Your Married Selves. You can get updates when she has seminars. Um, you could just go and like her page. It's the same title as her book, Single Ladies Meet Your uh, Married Selves. And you can also go on Amazon. The link is also in the in the comments. Go. Absolutely. So um, my sis, um, Candace. so interesting enough, that was a lot of what um, my struggle, that was my first real struggle of realizing that he is my king and he is not my God. Because the true, the reality is when things start to shake and everybody has to, everybody is going through their own stuff regardless. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, as he was going through where God needed him to be, I still needed to hold steadfast to where God called me to be. And there was one thing before we started going through like our different shift, um, you know, God said, your husband is going to make you into a firmer believer and a better Christian. And at first I'm like, okay, we're going to go to church together. We're going to do, because that's what we started off doing. We were going to church together. He was, um, you know, he was serving, I was serving, you know, all this stuff. And then things began to shift. And, you know, he had to do his thing. And, you know, at the same time, God said, you need to remain in me, remain in me, continue to serve me, serve me, trust me. And um, there's one point in the book that I said, you know, we went out to dinner at one point and, um, you know, he said he, he made a statement like, you know, if we were ever to not be together, it would be because of your belief, the way that you believe in God and because you're so staunch in your belief. And then he went to the bathroom and, you know, at that time I was like, kind of like, you know, broken hearted in my, in my heart. Like, I was like, man, God, like, this is the man that you placed me with. I know we prayed about this. And, you know, I I know that this is, this is where you place me, Lord. So like, what is it? And then I just, at the same time in my heart, I said, Lord, regardless of whatever happens, I choose you because regardless of whether I come, I go, regardless of how many people come into my life, the one thing that remains the same is you, and I'm going to always trust you. And so it was at that point where I made that decision in my heart, like God, nobody will ever be put before you. No, no man will ever be put before you. And that's when God started to shift things. And he started to elevate my prayer life. I had to learn how to pray different. I had to learn because when I first started, um, you know, when I first started my walk and everybody is in a different place in a different season and you have to walk where you are. But I had to be true to myself. And, um, you know, at first I was just a crier. You know, I just cried, but the Lord elevated my praise elevated my worship and you know you fight different you know we somebody talked about putting on the armor of god you fight different you fight on your knees you fight with your praise you fight with your tears and you fight knowing that you know what god no matter what comes what goes i know you got it and i'm fighting from a place of victory so the devil can't have my husband the devil can't have my mind the devil can't have anything that is attached to me and truly and that's where i had to learn how to fight i fought from that place and even now, like, so now, you know, my husband, me and my husband, um, God is so good. God is so good. He said, you know, the saved wife can save, uh, the, the non-believer husband. And, you know, my husband was not a non-believer, but just so you know, like if you are saved and then your husband is not, you know, make sure at the beginning, you guys should be equally yoked, but just know that like, you know, if, God, you never know if God is going to use you. I mean, that's what the Bible says. You don't know if he's going to use you to save your husband too. So yeah. I had
had to, like, you just have to continue to stand firm in where you are and whose you are and just continue to pray, continue to praise. And regardless of what comes, whatever goes, you know, God will continue to work things out and he will continue to show you, um, show you and give you wisdom of how to approach situations and how just to change things around. So, you know, and I'm a, I'm a believer of that. And, you know, I'm, I'm living proof of that, you know? Um, and, you know, so just keep praying, keep praying and just increase your praise, increase your, your spirituality. And when I say God just does it, he does it. He does it. So he does it well, honey. Come on, better he than does it well. for yourself. So Veronica, I thank you so much, sis. You, this was amazing, amazing. Again, people, please listen. This is a blessing. And first of all, through all that we are going through, we are in a time where we are not only fighting our rights to be Black, right? We are not only fighting uh, against being teachers because that's not our occupation, but the kids is at home due to COVID, (laughs) (laughs) right? Um, We are also fighting because right now you have no other outlet but to face the man that you said yes to that's right okay the man that you decided to go into covenant with so with that being said i i made a joke about um a lot of divorces gonna happen after covid but the reality is god provided that time for you to slow down as as veronica said in the beginning to really think about who you said yes to. That's right. Okay. Understanding who you said yes to and understanding why you said yes and figuring out is now the time for me to re-circle back around and call on whoever I am. Because if you've lost yourself, God is telling you now is the time to find yourself. That's right. Right. You have nothing but time. Nothing but time. We're in the midst of turmoil right now in the country, in the world. Now is the time to find yourself, find who you are, find what you stand for, find who you are as a wife, who you are as a mother, right? And the top of that list is communication because the only way that you can get through all of those things is to communicate. When you pray, you communicate with God. That's right. Right. When you are talking to your spouse, you communicate with them to understand what their needs are. If you're meeting their needs, what your needs are, if he's meeting your needs. Okay. As a parent, there's time for you to communicate with your children, find out what they're going through, what they like, what they dislike. Right. This time is my God. God said this time is for covenant. That's right. That's right. You can only be with the people that you need to be with. This is covenant time. Absolutely. Okay. So I pray that everyone found some kind of something from this. Please go and get Veronica's book. I am just so excited that I know you. You know what I'm saying? Not only do I know you, I am attached to you. You know what I'm saying? You are a part of my spiritual uh, walk and, and vice versa. And that And for that, I am thankful. But you know what? I will also say this. For me and mine, the blessings were overflow. Come on. Come okay. On. They coming out of windows, garage doors. It's coming out, honey. So right. anything attached to me, anything that God has given me, I will be great. 
and those who are connected to me will be great. That's right. Okay. And in this season, allow yourself to be great. Claim it. Claim it. Something that Veronica says in this book, believe it until you believe it. That's right. Speak it until you believe it. Come on. And I, I just changed the words up, but just believe it until you believe it. Because sometimes we don't even know how to say it out of our ver verbally. But if you think it. That's right. That's if right. You think it. Claim it. It is yours. That's right. Say it to the Lord. That's right. Right? This That's is right. this is what it is. This is what it is. And I'll say it again. You put on the whole armor. That's right. The whole armor. But God never said fight. My God. Never once did he tell you to lift the hand to, to, to do a jab. Never said that. He said, put on the whole armor. That means, oh Lord, that means pray when you get up. Like, like Veronica said, pray when you get up because you are uh, equipping your mind to, to fight whatever enemies may come at your mind. That's right. Your heart, your That's body, right? That's right. Get that relationship. The most important relationship is with God. The second most important relationship is with yourself. That's if you right. do not have those two relationships, Nothing don't even question work. why a man won't do what you want him to do. Nothing will work. Nothing don't even question. Nothing don't even question. And y'all know I'm spiritual. I love, when I say I love God, I love him. I might do it a little differently, but you know what? I live my life according to me and how God accepts me. Okay, period. Period, point blank. That's why I drink my wine during the sassy session. <laughs> but thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you, Veronica. I love you so. I, I, I do. I'm so proud of you. Oh, and wow. I am so thankful. Because guess what? Your first interview was up over here. Okay. On the <laughs> <laughs> but I am so grateful. To, I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful to God for number one, giving me that vision to, to just do it. Um, so I'm so grateful and I'm just so grateful to you. Um, I'm grateful to you for just even just saying, Hey girl, let's do this. And you know, first of all, I'm grateful that you read the book because you be good to support girl. And you'd be like, I got your book girl, but I ain't touch it. You good to support, but that's okay. God ain't through with you yet. So, <laughs> but I am, I'm just, I'm very, very grateful. And I truly, my prayer is that God uses this book to touch his people and to touch his kingdom and to help elevate women and to help elevate who you are as a person to be a better kingdom warrior. Like I say, it to, I said it to a couple people, but I always say that when I walk into a room, I'm a representation of God. When I come in, I represent him. So therefore I can't allow my light to be darkened. If I can't speak the right thing, I have to pray over my words. I got to pray over before I say something, before I speak something, before I, like my face say something, because I'm a representation of him. And I thank God that I am better today than I was yesterday. Um, so, you know, that's the goal, just to become better, to become better, to become closer to God. And, you know, you get that relationship in order. I mean, everything else just works. Everything works. Everything works. Awesome. Again, ladies, Veronica Dixon. All right. Single ladies meet your married selves. Please follow her also on Facebook. Thank you guys for tuning in. Please get the book off Amazon. Appreciate it. Thank you again, Veronica. Thank you for our commentator. And we will see you guys next week. Yes. Love you. God bless you. Ah, God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> 
Thank you again for tuning in to Sassy Sessions. Please like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Sassy Sessions Podcast. You can also check out more episodes on our website at www.sassysessionspodcast.com. Do you have topic ideas? Shoot us an email at info at sassysessionspodcast.com. We look forward to hearing from you soon. Until next time, holla at your girl.